Hello and welcome to Jump Cuts, a podcast about movies. My name is Charlie. I am joined by my co-host Will. Hello. And Park. Hello. I'm pointing at the monitor again. Uh, <laughs> this week we watched Heather's, a movie about killing your friends, which... Yeah, I... Okay, so this is Will's pick. He's going to recap it. Uh, but real quick, we have to do a content warning because this movie is about staged fake suicides, so... We're going to have to say that word a lot and talk about it thematically a bit uh, in talking about this movie, because that's like the entire movie. So if that's not something you're trying to hear about right now, we'll see you next week. So we'll recap. Yeah, so <laughs> I uh, I think maybe all of us went into this movie like a little bit blind, mm. uh, and I kind of recommend that the the viewer does too i think i get charlie can maybe speak on it more because i think he went into this the blindest of all of us right but, i had never heard of this movie <laughs> until you typed it in the group chat. <laughs> yeah uh and i had a little bit of it spoiled for me but i think it might be worth just watching this i usually don't care about spoilers but i really do recommend you uh check this movie out before we really start talking about it uh so with that out of the way uh <laughs> heathers is about uh a a clique in a high school where everyone's named heather uh except for veronica who is named veronica and she wants to be in the clique uh and i guess i don't know if you like graduate to be named becoming heather eventually they'd never <laughs> clear that up uh but veronica's played by uh young winona Ryder. uh i think she's like she might actually be like 17 in this movie. I, She's like at, extremely young. Yeah, I looked it up. She was 17 when it came out. Yeah, yeah when did so Beetlejuice... probably 16 when they were filming it. When did Beetlejuice come out as well? Because it came out around the same time. And she was... I she looks know. to be about the same age. Yeah, I. she was born in 71. This movie came out in 88. So... Anyway, um, so she, is, being the Veronica of the Heathers, uh, doesn't like her uh friends very much because they're basically just like the school bullies they're like the mean girls click running around mean girls before mean girls and eventually a lot less a lot more violent uh but uh so veronica meets a, a boy played by christian slater uh named what's his name jd and he uh jd <laughs> is the uh personification of teenage violent teenage angst basically i mean this he isn't like a ghost in the movie is a real guy but uh he and uh veronica uh, hit it off over the course of this movie and uh veronica is very mad at the lead heather top heather and uh, after one night they have an argument <laughs> veronica and jd uh, wake up they like break into her home it's really weird <laughs> uh and uh give her a quote-unquote hangover cure which uh ends up being just drano just a cup of drano and uh it it, it kills her because that kills you when you drink it <laughs> uh turns out um and yeah what sort of starts is what feels like a, like a high school coming of age uh movie uh 
sort of spirals out of control into um, just uh, violence and uh, comedy based around uh, the death of the innocent <laughs> or somewhat innocent. I don't know. Uh, and it is... Okay, so I knew that they killed the lead Heather at first, but uh, I didn't realize that JD sort of would, uh, he would, his bloodlust would ramp up as the movie went on, right? Like the first killing was, it was JD's idea to put the Drano uh, in the cup and Veronica sort of like talked him out of it, but they ended up giving it to her anyway by... It's kind of unclear if they like mix it up at first or like if they knew about it it's yeah i mean it so it shows veronica pick up the cup that has the drano so they there's the cup of drano and she's talking about like oh we'll mix milk and orange juice and it'll make her throw up because the whole reason she's mad is that she got dragged to a college party uh and then drank some alcohol and threw up all over herself after some guy tried to date rape her. Um, not, not a good situation. And then Heather one or whatever is like, I'm going to tell everybody you threw up at this party. And apparently this is the worst thing that could possibly happen. So now Veronica is very mad and wants to kill her, which she does suck, but I mean, you don't need to kill her anyways. So yeah, she, they're, when they're at the house, she just wants to make her throw up. And then Christian Slater is like, what if we just fucking killed her instead? <laughs> um, and pours <laughs> some Drano like, well, in the I cup. I don't like her. But... Yeah, she's like, oh, we don't need that. to do that. But then when she walks away from the kitchen to her room, she grabs the Drano cup. And then, like, they show Christian Slater, like, look down, I, notice it's the milk still there. He knows. And then, yeah. yeah, he knows. And he's the one who hands the cup to her. Um... That has like it's got like a lid on it. What the f- or no? He doesn't even hand mug has a top on he, it. He doesn't even hand it like- to her. It's that like he kisses her, and so she like just blindly reaches for a mug, which she. Well, I mean, it hands it to Heather. Oh, yeah, he's oh, the yeah, one that kisses it to yeah, Heather and tells her to drink Heather. it. But yeah, yeah. Um, but either way, yeah, it's like uh, it's a little unclear if Veronica knew that she had the Drano cup, but there's a whole thing later of like oh like you knew because like really you wanted to act on your worst impulse and kill her or whatever which like is that true probably not that may be sort of the point of the movie i'm not entirely clear i'm not entirely <laughs> clear on most of this movie but <laughs> that was my really long-winded way of saying no i don't actually know any more than you do about yeah. anyway that scene yeah they keep it ambiguous and uh when they <laughs> So maybe we should. I feel like I want to emphasize that this this sound this movie sounds. I feel like just like the way we described it, uh, horrifying, just like uh-huh. a nightmare film. But it's presented uh, with a lot of humor pretty much the whole time. Reminded me a lot. It's pretty of, funny. Uh, reminded me a lot of Three Billboards, uh, where like there's it's like just pitch black humor, just like really the the whole movie seems designed to make you laugh at something that you don't want to laugh at <laughs> and that's just like all they're trying to do in every scene which i kind of respect because yeah. it like works most of the time for me this felt uh, more like a comedy than like a true comedy though than three billboards did definitely it yeah. reminded me of house 
in some ways that we watched a couple weeks ago just <laughs> because it's, it's presented like a teen movie like a, a, a silly teen comedy but instead of being a horror movie about a ghost lady in a house it's a in some way it's kind of a slasher film i don't know it would make an incredible anime or like manga adaptation <laughs> this whole story set in a high school yeah. you have a bunch of characters named the same name for no reason and like they're super stylized click it ends in like a gunfight with a big fuck you dirty hairy pistol <laughs> like, it's movie I don't is know, everything about it i definitely an anime yeah the edgy kid has a bomb <laughs> by the end of it like it, it escalates to just a ridiculous level i know i'm getting ahead of myself a little bit with the movie but just talking about the the dirty harry size like 357 magnum which i know dirty harry is a 44 but this was absolutely a 357 i would say i love how small the bullet hole is video when, like, games we play a lot of video games <laughs> <laughs> that and i shot a and park has shot a lot of people so. <laughs> <laughs> no cut that <laughs> nobody can know <laughs> it was part you don't understand christian slater is a very convincing young man <laughs> uh, no the, just like but yes, in this, you're right in the scene where the two guys are in the woods that we'll get to the bullet hole is like the size of a bb gun shot him <laughs> <laughs> it's like it took a 357 to the neck <laughs> Well, it might have been harder to laugh at if he just exploded when he was shot. <laughs> True. Yeah. Uh. yeah. Anyway, so, so I guess that sort of takes us to uh, the, the killing of the first Heather is not the first death that happens in this film. Uh, JD uh, seems to really enjoy having uh, helped kill Heather, and he sort of sees it as like a net good on the school. And I think for at least part of the movie, uh, Veronica sort of agrees with him to some extent. Uh, there's like a lot of talk. It, it, it kind of shows everyone being a little bit happier at school without her. And at the same time, the movie and the movie sort of comments on this throughout uh, how like after she dies, everyone only says nice things about her. Like people literally are recording like tapes like in memoriam of Heather number one. And they're all like talking about how much they liked her. And Veronica and JD are like sitting on the couch watching them and just laughing at like, oh, you all hated this girl. She like terrorized the school. Uh, but in death, she becomes this like perfect angel who is like gone too soon, right? Uh, it's... Uh, I don't entirely know what the movie is trying to say, like beyond just like that fact that people don't want to speak ill of the dead, but they play it up to be like some like pretty funny situations, I guess. Yeah, it is genuinely a funny movie. There's a line. I don't remember the exact line, but when uh, Veronica's talking to her parents in like the final third of the movie about like she just wants to be treated like a human or something, she says something about like, being talked to like a bunny rabbit and her dad's like i would never say that to a bunny oh, no, rabbit. I, I, you're either you're patronized like a bunny rabbit and he's like i don't That's patronize right. bunny rabbits <laughs> i wouldn't patronize a rabbit i would never do that also like 
they, they kind of get real for a second when the mom is like, whenever teenagers complain about not being treated like a human being, it's because usually when they are being treated exactly like a human being, humans yeah. are awful to each other. I was like, damn, mom. What Jesus. The hell? <laughs> like, <laughs> getting a little intense here. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it, there, there's all this comedy there. The first, like, half to two thirds of the movie, I was like, all right, this is not. This is just a movie where they're like, what if we did this completely insane thing as the premise of our movie, and it's going to be funny and ridiculous, and it's not trying to say anything. But the, the the back half there, I was like, I feel like it's trying to make a point about human interaction, and I'm not entirely sure if it's doing um, it or what that point the is, whole but like, line it's about, trying to do something here. The whole line about how, like, people from two different social groups can only you, interact together in heaven. <laughs> yeah. That was, like, I don't think that is I don't the know philosophy the of the movie. To but like... Push that. But it definitely... It, it has... There are a few parts of the movie that feel a little like soapboxy, like the mm-hmm. creator of it, or like the writer just sort of got excited about like high school, I guess, and was like, ooh, I'm gonna really let people watching this know what life is all about and i don't know how successful it is all the time with that uh i think it's kind of i think this movie is a little better when it's just trying to be funny uh or shocking i guess it's very good at that too Mm -hmm. uh but one thing that's kind of uh interesting about this movie and maybe a little bit like telling of how it even came to be is that this director and writer have not done much since <laughs> yeah the, the director did a few did like a few movies after it and then sort of just ended up doing like tv episodes and i think the writer is kind of along the same lines like this this director isn't like this is his, the movie he's most well known for uh and made nothing else of note from what I Oh, he, he directed a couple of seasons of American Horror Story. So that's... Like I said, nothing else of note. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a shame that, like, they didn't make anything else because I think there's some, like, very, like, genuine talent here, but there's also some, like, like Charlie was saying with, like, we, we, there might be a message, but, like, what is it? Uh, anytime the movie feels like it's trying to deliver one, it feels sort of half-assed compared to, like, I think the movie is at its best when it's riding that line between like making you like horrified and feeling like laughing at the same time. That's not an easy line like to ride, especially with topics like teenage suicide. But yeah, they got a lot of laughs out of me for sure. Uh, I've got the part with the like the pop song of like suicide. Don't do it. <laughs> terrible song. <laughs> Just. Yeah, I guess we can get into, like, so the school's response to all of this. It's so fascinating to see, like, because this is, like, a pre-Columbine, mm-hmm. pre, like, Gen Z. Like, this is, like, uh, I guess this would be, like, Gen X teenagers growing up, right? So a lot of, there's so much of this movie that, like, it feels really dated, but not, not so much that you can't understand what's going on, but just, like, the way the high school operates and a lot of it's like done as a joke but you would never see in like a modern movie because it just sort of like doesn't make sense right like a kid bringing early on in the movie jd like shoots off 
like blanks at two school bullies to like scare them that dude he would be in jail today oh, yeah. right like it wouldn't you wouldn't even bother putting that in a movie because the audience wouldn't believe it right and like the the jokes like earlier on in the movie of like oh this like uh you know i can't believe like heather like killed herself and we only got an hour off of school i thought we were gonna get a whole week <laughs> or something hilarious but like i don't just like the school's response to it is so divorced from like what it would be now yeah that it really like dates the movie and that's not like a criticism really but it's just kind of interesting to watch yeah. from that perspective i think and I, I if like the movie did have a point i think that was it and that's just like this incredibly callous and insensitive response to a horrible thing mm -hmm. and the movie like playing it for laughs to play into that which works and <laughs> like it was funny yeah. but and also making making the making the viewer feel callous and like uncaring at the same time yeah. sort of like goading you into like being a part of that i could see that yeah yeah and like that sort of worked but like it it's doing so much other stuff with the comedy and i i don't know anytime it tried to like go one step further than that i felt like were the weaker parts of the movie mm -hmm. it almost would have been better if it just well no i don't want to say that because if if it just like abandoned any kind of messaging and that that i was just saying then it's just a different movie at that point so never mind but it i don't yeah. know <laughs> i have it's... my thoughts about this movie are such a mess no i mean uh... this is a movie though that it so this predated the like i mean this is terrible i mean it... columbine is the first well, it wasn't really the first because you had the texas tower shooter in the 70s that was in the 70s i think but um but Columbine was the first like modern mass school shooting. Yeah, yeah it was like, like a multiple fatalities. Texas in, was like a college. Texas, right? it was the University of Texas. Yeah, it was an awesome. Yeah. Um, and this predates that, and like there is no way any of this kind of comedy would fly in today's world with the amount of school shootings we have. And oh, sure. yeah, and the like the imagery that's used, like it, it amazed me seeing that this was made in 88, you know, 11 years before Columbine, when JD is literally the like black trench coat, you know, rides the Harley like he is. A, he's literally what those guys almost seem to mimic spitting image. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. It, that that was like an unintended like kind of frightening part of the movie where you're like oh my god he looks just like them <laughs> like it yeah. was eerie to see i don't know kind I, of just, i'm sure i mean it's, they probably i don't think those guys watched heathers <laughs> but like i don't know it's still weird to watch now yeah and it, yeah i think that is almost what the movie another thing the movie is trying to get at is like oh like what is the the breaking point of this particular type of marginalized teen? I, I say marginalized loosely because he's a straight white guy, but like 
yeah. bullied straight white guy who wears dusters like a he's he's not even that bullied he just has like a really shitty dad yeah and he, he's like a rich kid with a really shitty dad <laughs> yeah he's like mom uh oh yeah like his his mom killed herself in front of him in like the most dramatic like i said like the most anime way you could do it like mm. it's so like they sort of have it he, def- he has like the tragic backstory that sort of That's like muted. informs what he's doing i guess but yeah uh it, it, it's the movie's it, it's interesting because it's not presented in the way that you would normally present like a tragic backstory like he almost says it like matter of factly and it's sort of left up to the viewer to like decide how to feel about everything he says including when he's telling you about like when he saw his mom die and it's uh sort of like when i first saw that part i was like is this even gonna come back is he just like telling us this to be edgy but then like as he became more psychotic i was like okay yeah no it's coming (laughs) it's really uh yeah. Full circle the way he says it too like when the first scene when he brings it up like talking about his father like talking to his father and being like yeah the last time i saw mom she was waving goodbye from a library window isn't that right dad and the way that whole interaction happened made me almost think like is this like is this even his dad is this kid like some serial killer in hiding and that's what the big reveal at the end is gonna be and because yeah. it's just so alien like how matter of fact he is about his mom's suicide to his dad he's a really creepy kid yeah, yeah it was yeah. i think the casting was spot on at, for him because at the beginning of the movie i was like is he like our heartthrob like what is this like because i thought it was going to be like uh oh these two teens get in over their head they accidentally kill somebody and the rest of the movie is just dealing with that one event but no it's like JD really wants to kill people and has mm-hmm. justified it in his own head in a million different ways and is like just like a little monster. And Christian Slater is a great pick for that because he's mm-hmm. just a kind of creepy looking dude. <laughs> like a little, like he's not unattractive or anything, but he's he's just a little it's, little creepy in this movie. It's the way um, he carries himself when he talks. The like kind of slight hunched over and yeah, his mannerisms with everything. Also, is this where the whole like greetings and salutations came from? Cuz I've had like know. like I've played a lot of D&D games where like the DM you meet an NPC and it's this like super nasally voice of greetings and salutations. I don't know. That just sounds like trying to make a character sound like a dweeb. I mean, <laughs> which I get, or maybe that's it'd what be weird to try to make them make a character based off of JD from Heather's. I don't know that why. Is, yeah, that. that is a very specific reference. Maybe maybe your DM is a fan of this movie. I don't know, <laughs> but um, but yeah, he's I don't know. He he's well cast as this trench coat ass motherfucker that this is the best way to describe uh, it you nailed it <laughs> thank you i do have a way with words i am a writer um but yeah it is it is disturbing how much of a read they kind of had on this because yeah. i mean welcome to 2021 we live in a society hey they make a joke it, about a society but, too uh, yeah, and, I, and that literally went through my head: talk. was we live in a society. 
That was the first thing I thought my brand has been poisoned by the internet, but yeah. And they do a good job of people are worried about this a lot of like, oh, like are they are they letting the audience know that the evil character who wants to blow up the school is actually a bad guy? And they do in this movie. They let you like they they condemn JD pretty pretty thoroughly throughout the whole movie. Mm-hmm. He like he's maybe like a little sympathetic up until the point where he literally kills somebody and then the rest of the movie is just him like spiraling into like you hating him more and more uh which it, it's uh it's always fun when like you get to see a character like change that dramatically throughout a film uh and like the way like Winona Ryder's character interacts with him throughout it is also really fun to watch because like you kind of get to see her like fall in and out of love with him and like when she you get, you get to see her like basically reach the point of like oh this is not okay anymore i think after she kills the football player <laughs> after she physically shoots somebody in the chest uh is when she's like i'm out i'm not into this anymore <laughs> um which i guess we can get into the uh, football player thing uh this is when the movie gets really really homophobic uh, yeah. because it's, yeah, it's it... the 80s and uh it's they at the very least the movie is one of those things where it's like the two uh the two football players who they end up killing are really shitty kind of like date rapey type guys uh, and they're also like super homophobic, a lot of slurs and all that. Which and the movie de- depicts them as being very bad people, but I don't think it's because of the slurs. Mm. <laughs> I don't think that's it. I don't think the movie cares that much. Uh, there's a lot of like haha gay funny stuff, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, uh, you know, like if totally understand if you you don't want to see that in in your movies, I would I would you know avoid this one because it's kind of all over it. Uh, but yeah, they have the ridiculous plot to like lure both of these guys. Oh, they want to kill them because they're like spreading rumors about Veronica for like sleeping with them or something, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they're like, oh, we'll bait them out into like the woods, and then we'll both shoot them with this. I mean, it's like the worst lie ever <laughs> when he's like, it's this old German bullet that. Puts a little hole in you, but it doesn't go all the way through. It just bounces off. It's kind of like an airsoft pellet, but it knocks you unconscious and it hurts a lot. <laughs> it's like, no. It's and she's like, so they'll just be on the ground bleeding, but unconscious. I'm like, yes, just bleeding out and unconscious and unable to do anything about it. It's like there's a little tranquilizer dart in it. Like, mm, no. Hmm. Let me, they, let me uh, load these world war ii german rounds into my 357 american handgun the great way to jam something right there and then also into her tiny little like little purse pistol that she has for some reason they don't really yet another gun understander making a movie (laughs) (laughs) they uh any other plan is to like plant a bunch of like gay paraphernalia on them to like have everyone think they're gay and committed like a lover's suicide yeah uh which works <laughs> everyone believes that about them uh and 
Okay, the one part of that scene that totally got me was the mineral water, like the sparkling water thing. That, <laughs> that did oh, get that me. Was, yeah, it was mineral was water. So I like, thought it was lube. No, it's like Perrier. They that, said, he literally says bro, it's mineral you water. Watch the <laughs> movies. They laughing. say it three times. Oh, no. You were looking at your damn phone. He's always. You were literally texting us in the group chat throughout the film. I okay, not at that part. Okay. okay. I, I, that's uh, when the cop I, pulls out the bottle of mineral water. That was like, <laughs> oh no, and pulls it up. As terrible of like the humor that that is, like it did get me. I did laugh. Well, I think it, what like the main thing that makes it funny was like the concept of like in the eighties in Ohio. If you, <laughs> I think they even say like if you're drinking anything but beer, you're considered like to be gay. <laughs> like how dare you not just. <laughs> Like what is this mineral sparkling water bullshit? I uh, just then, I I saw him pull the big bottle out and I knew they were that's how they were staging it. So it was like they put a big bottle of lube in the bag uh, <laughs> for their suicide. I don't know. Uh, not that, <laughs> but it is like I don't know. The cops thinking that like they'd bring like a porno mag to their lover's suicide. <laughs> like what? <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> I don't know the whole uh it's a like I said it's a movie that is doing everything it can to make you laugh at stuff that you do not want to laugh at yeah um but anyway and it leads to another another like it, it feels almost accidental any sort of like social commentary that's happening here but when the dad of one of the football players is like crying over his dead body at the funeral and uh i forget if it's veronica or jd is like oh do you do you think he would uh like so publicly like love his son if he came out as gay when he was alive rather than when he was dead right mm-hmm. and i was like oh that's a that's a thinker right there uh but then they kind of undercut that by the dad yelling out i love my dead gay son <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> uh which is man what a line it's it's really this movie's something uh, aged in such a fascinating way because like i you know there's there's so much like bullshit cancel culture discourse these days about you know oh you, you couldn't make blazing saddles anymore or some shit right but like this movie genuinely you could not make anymore and for good reasons yes <laughs> <laughs> you, the, you should not make this movie homophobic with this slurs and the suicide jokes and just the whole like killing people in a school yeah there's like and the you would have to have like eight different trigger warnings in front of the movie and like you probably should what's the poor girl's name that they also like torment and then even make fun of when she unsuccessfully tries to kill herself like yeah yeah, although the movie is actually sympathetic towards her, it girl, is. Uh, you know, like it's not really making fun of her. Uh, at least from what I remember, I don't know. They might have slipped a joke in there, uh, but it makes more fun of one of the Heather's for being bulimic, which also is bad, and you should yes. not make fun of people for that. Um, yeah, like, trigger warnings all over this movie. Although I've heard trigger warnings can be actually more hurtful. I don't know. I, I hear so that, much stuff yeah. about that. I don't know. But, I don't have a good answer. My my main exposure to that is boyfriend dungeon Twitter discourse from like three months ago that I didn't understand because I didn't play the game. So 
I don't know anything, man. I'm just a stupid, straight, white guy <laughs> that doesn't have to worry about this shit. My life is very easy. <laughs> so, yeah, they, uh, they they kill the football players. And uh, I guess that's when uh, Veronica and JD break up, right? Like, shortly after, pretty much. Yeah. yeah Veronica's like, stop murdering people. And JD's like, you want to murder people. You love it, don't you? <laughs> you get, We all want to kill people, don't we? Like, is that is that just me? <laughs> She's like, it's just you. Yeah, but just want to go ape shit. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Uh, he, he wants to... Uh, Eventually, he just wants to blow up the school, uh, kind of tying in like the way he saw his mom die in a uh, building demolition that was orchestrated by his father, but not to kill her. It's a whole thing. Uh, so <laughs> the rest of the movie sort of becomes this like Winona Ryder uh, is in Die Hard now <laughs> and has to stop Christian Slater from blowing up the school in time. And it's, it's incredible. I, I did not think this movie would end with like Veronica with a revolver chasing JD around in a boiler room with a ticking clock. <laughs> Shot his finger off, dude. <laughs> yes, it was amazing. <laughs> There's also like... The whole part where she fakes her own suicide and, like, lets him find her hanging but not dead, which I I don't know if you can do that. But anyway. Well, she, like, tied it she around, tied her, around waist. her waist. Oh, so the okay. Weight, you would yeah. see it if you weren't on your phone. But- <laughs> I was on my fucking phone. I was watching the movie. God damn it. Uh, it was a sufficiently short movie that I okay. It doesn't matter. I was I was watching. I just didn't. Think about it. <laughs> but yeah, it, like there's the whole scene where like he's like doing his evil guy monologue while she's hanging there, and then just goes back out the window, and then her mom comes in and finds her, and then it's like played for laughs. So it's like this is fucked up, man. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> No. <laughs> it was pretty fu- I thought it was funny the mom just like went straight to like I like I'm sorry I didn't let you get that job at the mall. <laughs> like she just couldn't think of like why. <laughs> yeah, like it genuinely like I, it it's played for laughs and it kind of works but I'm like yep. this is yeah, extremely like, disturbing. <laughs> yeah. I think it's cuz like you kind of like know that she's not like, yeah. dead or like the whole thing the whole time and during that scene I was thinking like either a like 90% chance she's not dead. Or there's a 10% chance that she is dead, and this movie just got like 10 times more interesting. Because how the fuck do you continue <laughs> this movie when the main character has just killed herself with 30 minutes left, and the other main character has gone insane with and with bloodlust? Like, mm-hmm. that would have been quite the move, but uh, they didn't do that. If anything, it was a pretty good trap, because... like. JD's edgy ass like wants nothing more than to monologue to his dead girlfriend like so it it really worked out to like hear his whole plan (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then he tries to blow up the school yeah he almost does within a few seconds I guess and then he (laughs) then he survives (laughs) the ending was amazing Uh, I know yes Veronica shoots him Shoots off his finger, then puts like two more rounds into his chest with the with the magnum. And yeah, he's fine. Though. He's fine. He just <laughs> walks outside and is like, "Yeah, you fucked me up real good." 
I like how the way he disables the bomb is by stabbing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> stabbing the top of it. It's fine. <laughs> he made this bomb with like three big red buttons on the front of it. Like it's it's so absurd. Like, that it, whole thing where she's like, how do I turn it off? He's like, press the red button. <laughs> just, nobody says anything. It just shows the bomb with the just big three, red buttons. With three red buttons. <laughs> it's like, which button? <laughs> Uh, and then he so good. he has the suicide vest and and it is like out in front of the building and he's like trying to it's such a good like send off of the character honestly because he's trying he wants so badly for his like horrible murderous like self-destructive and destructive of other people's like instincts to have some like meaning to it I guess and he's like uh He's gonna like blow himself up in front of the school, I guess. And he's like, like the timer like stops halfway through, and he has to like fiddle with it. And Winona Ryder just like laughs at him. Mm-hmm. Like it's so honestly the coldest shit in the world when she like pulls out the cigarette and puts it in her mouth, like waiting for him to blow up, and then he does, and then it lights it. And she just walks back into the school, taking a drag of a cigarette that she lit from the explosion of her ex-boyfriend, who is also the villain of the movie. It's, I didn't even notice that it it's lit so the cigarette. It's so sick. I died. Um, oh my god. Yeah, she just like goes and talks to like... What's the girl's name? Martha. That they call they call her dump truck the whole movie. Something like that. Which yeah, is, it's very mean. They're very yeah, very very mean, very mean, mean insult. But it's also funny that like we now use that same term in a positive manner. <laughs> I didn't think of that. <laughs> oh jeez, no. oh, you're very right. <laughs> like the dad in Spirited Away with his That's dump truck say. ass. Like, didn't we use that as like part of an intro? That? Yes. Like, we literally have a TikTok we... of it back when we had an active TikTok yeah. account. Oh, man. We, we almost made one of my friends crash his car. He was laughing so hard at that in that episode. Oh, God. I'm glad our podcast doesn't have a body count like Winona Ryder's <laughs> teenage angst. Very funny line. Uh, um. But yeah, that that ending is just unbelievable, and I like everybody at school just continues. Someone just exploded <laughs> no. outside. Dude, that school can handle anything. It's unstoppable, and, uh, like, man. Maybe not in a reasonable way. I mean, they literally like that like English teacher, art teacher who like when she thought Winona Ryder was dead, and the setup makes no sense because why would JD tell one person that she he found veronica like dead it doesn't make any sense uh but the joke is amazing when she's like talking to veronica like you know like teenage suicide is one of the most important decisions that a young <laughs> girl can make in her life <laughs> i was like oh my god yeah that the that worst that school counselor to be, yeah, i think the, she's like, the counselor it's just awful <laughs> just completely yeah. useless uh yeah, basically, like, unknowingly just, like, egging kids on. Like, it's, I guess, it pitch black, the humor in this movie. But, mm-hmm. uh, man, I haven't quite seen anything like it. It's... 
I mean, so much of the humor is like based around like, hey, suicide's what the cool kids are doing. That's basically and- what it, what the school <laughs> gets to. Like they keep like reporting on it and making it sound like they like put her like like their notes in the school newspaper and they're like it's actually much more tasteful than it sounds because <laughs> <laughs> like that was the whole thing with uh with oh god i'm blanking on her name again the the poor girl that they they pick on so much is that like she tries to commit suicide too and they're like look she couldn't even do that right she's just trying to follow the cool kids and failed at that too and i'm like she jumped in front of a truck and you're making yeah, fun of her like, for not doing it right. <laughs> yeah, they do a good job of making you really hate certain characters, like her included. Because like yeah. that line, I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> she's a monster." Yeah, that was the other. That was the Heather that replaced the Heather. Yeah, the, the red, the redhead just, Heather. Because then the other Heather's all the way down. <laughs> yeah, the other blonde Heather. She also like makes fun of and almost drives to suicide. You know, I, I feel like maybe now we've been talking about this movie for like 45 minutes. Maybe it's time to talk about uh, what do you think they're trying to do with this? Like, what was the what's the goal here? What are we now that we've all seen it? Like, what uh, what does this movie do into the world? What is its output? What is it? <laughs> uh, what, Somebody what thought they were making a really funny, dark comedy. I really think that's about as far as it goes. I don't think that there's really supposed to be a message in this. If there is one, it's that like, actually, no, I'm not even going to say it. Cause like, I can't think of anything other than like, I don't know. I, I, I can think of a good message. Don't commit suicide or something. I don't know. But yeah, no, I just yeah, think like- somebody was trying to make like, what's the like worst possible concept that I can make funny. And teen suicide was what he settled on. And maybe. I think I, I touched on this a little earlier, but like I can kind of see if they're doing something about like the callous or insensitive way that we interact with and handle these things regardless of how people feel about the person or it's like oh everybody like hated Heather, so all they're thinking about is we got time off of school, but then also, like, saying bullshit nice stuff about her in their videotapes and all that stuff. But I don't know, I feel like any effort to read into it any further than that is just not productive. (laughs) Because it's, like, it it is, it's a comedy, I guess and there's i don't know there's so much other stuff going on and so much of this like it does not work anymore yeah i think i don't know dude i think so much of our like perception of what could be a possible message in this movie is based on things that happened literally a decade and more after this movie that's true yeah our post (laughs) columbine sandy hook etc a world makes this kind of hard to approach on any remotely serious <laughs> level for me at least like yeah. if you can more more power to you i would love to hear I, what you think but all right let me try hold on <laughs> okay I, i'll start this off by uh i pretty much agree with park where like i don't think the creators of this film really had any higher aspirations than just making uh what have you made a 
black comedy about suicide and like that's it right but i think that like uh, the end like the end sort of like takeaway of this film uh it's like I mean, it's obviously it's like very 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 like anti like suicide which is an easy position to take of course mm-hmm. but like i feel like it's illustrated in like kind of a clever way of like it's not just like uh, a teacher being like oh suicide's bad you know he does a lot to live for but it like it presents this like character of like uh like jd being like oh like isn't like wouldn't it be better if like everyone was like dead or whatever or like you have one of the heathers who actually does like want to kill herself and the movie like uh, sort of goes out of its way to like condemn that point of view like wholeheartedly right Mm -hmm. and like like through all the like ridiculous like comedy stuff uh they just shit on jd's worldview like all the way i guess maybe Mm -hmm. it isn't like uh like an anti like suicide message exactly and more of an anti like ridiculous angst sort of message of just sort of a i've never seen a movie be this like get over yourself like teenager angsty boy more and like been be so like successful at it i guess yeah (laughs) you know uh i i saw it as like a really good send up of like the type of person who like does like these like horrific things at school i mean obviously like this movie would never get through to a person like that but it's still like that seems to be like the general stance of it right yeah i think the the best thing i can say when it comes to like the the anti-suicide part like you're talking about is that it at least it presents an alternative in the end right and that's also it opposing the jd worldview where it's like his view is oh people don't get along because they're socially incompatible or whatever so like wouldn't it be better if we were all dead in the end of the movie when veronica decides to be nice to martha it's just no you know what would be better would be if we were all not shitty to each other it's like you actually can just like be nice to people yeah you you actually you could just do that things will mostly work out for you actually like not everyone's gonna reciprocate that but some people will you'll be uh, fine (laughs) it's often an effective strategy maybe it wouldn't work on heather one but like it'll work out a lot of people and you know life is of course not that simple but like that is the this simplest alternative is just like have some some kindness and some grace for people so that you know they don't feel like shit and maybe you don't feel like shit and that uh, again gross oversimplification of the various very real mental illnesses that lead to all these kinds of things but you know it's an alternative to being an angsty fuck who wants to blow everybody up uh which yeah, is a ridiculous that. statement <laughs> Which is why it's like that's why any you go if any time I try to like construct some sort of coherent point about this movie, I land back on that, and I'm like, well, now it's just been undermined by how insane this entire premise is. <laughs> well, I think it kind of has but, to like so many characters in this movie are like 
cartoon versions of actual people in like mm-hmm. uh, stereotypical high school. Uh, and I think that's sort of like necessary because this would not if these were like if these characters all felt like super real people. I don't think this would fly right. Like you wouldn't be able to laugh at the death of like Heather one or like the football players in the same way if the movie was like less sort of like stylized and over the top you know mm-hmm. so i think that was sort of like necessary to make it work at all mm-hmm. and sort of makes i don't know having uh, like you said charlie it's hard to find sort <laughs> of a message here it's fun to talk about i think but yeah. uh i don't know i think uh as you, uh, as as with most movies, the goal is uh, is entertainment, nothing more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it is interesting to try to peel this freaking onion and figure out what the <laughs> hell was going through their heads when they made this movie. But I do not know. That is my conclusion. <laughs> um, but it was. I mean, I did. I did genuinely think it was entertaining. For as confusing as the feelings it left me with are. It was a pretty funny, there were many times when the things that were supposed to be funny were horribly offensive and not funny in 2021, but there's a lot of stuff that was still funny and the whole concept was just so out there that I was like, I don't know, I was I was entertained and I was interested the whole way through, that's for sure. Mm. I will never forget Heather's. <laughs> I will never in my life <laughs> no, forget yeah. this movie. <laughs> Even if you try to forget this movie, you can't. You cannot. It kind of, in some ways, made me think about falling down a little bit. And that it, it it's... The JD character is sort of a similar premise of this, like, guy who has been pushed and cracked. But, uh, in you know, yeah. in a teen way by things that happened to his parents and not a lunatic adult, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like the, the anti-falling down, but it falls into a lot of like similar kind of dated pitfalls, I guess. Yeah. yeah, it's like if falling down didn't have horrible politics. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it was still falling down somehow. I mean, yeah, <laughs> but I it's also like... still falling down. <laughs> Falling down is what JD would have become if he lived. Yeah, if yes. he didn't blow himself up with a bomb. Yeah, it'd be, yeah, it'd be like falling. He'd, he'd become the falling down guy, but he'd be like reciting his own poetry to people before he like. <laughs> or lines from <laughs> like Moby Jonathan. Dick. Yeah. Oh, he is a big, big poetry boy. For sure. In the worst way. Oh, yeah. In the worst way. Speaking for the poetry people. <laughs> As a poetry boy myself. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We do not claim him. <laughs> we do not want any part of him. No. Uh, uh, really, this movie is like the Joker. I haven't seen the Joker. Just like the Joker. But it's, it is like the Joker. You haven't it's seen not, Joker it's, yet? It's no. much better than Joker. <laughs> you don't have to see it. I know what happens. I listen to a podcast about the Joker. That's good. That's all you have to do. Yeah. Anyway, tune in next week for Eternals. <laughs> oh, God. The worst rated Marvel movie. Oh, my God. The, they're, 
never mind. I'm not doing this. I can't. I can't do this. Right no, now. I don't want to talk about a journalist. Yeah. We can just end the show. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I don't. Do you guys? You guys have anything else? I have something in my teeth that I keep seeing in my camera, so I'm gonna fix that after. We <laughs> but <clears throat> nope. I, I don't uh, think I have anything else for this. Okay. Well, I, recommendations. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Park. I mean. Yeah, if you like, if you're not sensitive to any of the topics that we've talked about, you should watch this movie. Um, like the humor is very dated in a lot of points, but it it is an entertaining movie. Well, yeah, I would recommend this to, like to most people with like the asterisk of like you're gonna see some stuff you're not gonna like for sure, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't want that, don't watch it. But if you're cool with that, I'd say give it a shot because uh, it is, uh, at least in my experience, uh, one of a kind. <laughs> I yeah, it, I wouldn't say I would recommend this to most people. I would recommend this to very few people. But like, <laughs> <laughs> that, if if you are interested in very weird movies, then you should definitely watch this if you can handle all of the aforementioned jokes about fake suicides and F slurs and all that. But just like, I don't know if I was going to wreck if you know, I wouldn't tell like my sister to watch this movie. You have to be, you have to be a very specific type of movie viewer, which I think what 68 or 69 episodes in whatever the fuck we're on now, we all, either started that way or have become from watching too many movies, but <laughs> anything that is like wholly original is just fascinating at this point. And this was that. Sure was. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. That was Heather's. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, new episodes every Thursday. Find us on all the stuff at Chump Cuts Pod. Find Park at Summer Hour Brewing on Instagram. Will Underscore Brewing. <laughs> Park under under summer hour underscore brewing will is will posts words on Twitter and Will Johnson on YouTube. I am Charlie B posts on Twitter. We are Chump Cuts Pod on all the stuff, likes and reviews and ratings yada yada, and we'll see you next time. Bye bye. Goodbye.